Join me, Professor RPG, as I sit down with friends, colleagues, and special guests as we reminisce and discuss role-playing games that left their mark on us. Expect to see all sorts, from western style to Japanese and even tabletop. So stay a while and listen, and let us trigger those memories of tales long since completed. Relive that fantasy you hold dear, and come along with us, adventurer, on this quest into the past. Welcome to the RPG University. Class is in session for this very special episode of RPG University. We are, if you are listening to this on release day, this happy PlayStation 5 release day to all our North American listeners. But yes, we are right at the beginning of a brand new generation of video game platforms, consoles specifically. And I wanted to gather some fresh faces and some returning faces here at the university to give kind of speculate on what kind of RPGs we will be seeing in the next seven to eight, nine years or so. So first and foremost, I am welcoming my professor's assistant, Mr. Alex O'Neill. How's it going, Alex? Hi, Scott. It's good, man. It's crazy to think that when people are hearing this, I am playing a PlayStation. I could be playing Demon Souls right now. I know. It could be very crazy. I'm hoping my PlayStation 5 arrives on launch day. I'm hoping. Please. But we'll see. We'll see. But yes, next up we have returning to the RPG University, Mr. Cameron Hawkins from Dual Shockers. How's it going, Cameron? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you know, um, yesterday was a good day for the U.S. country, the country of the USA, and uh, I am tired from playing a lot of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. But outside of that, I'm doing pretty good. Very good, very good. And for those listeners, we are recording this on Sunday. Uh, right before all the, the Series X and the PS5 release, just to give you a timeline. Also joining us from Dual Shockers, a fresh face here on the RPG University, but hopefully not the last, Mr. Mario Rivera. How's it going, Mario? Doing well, doing well. Very proud, very proud to be here. Uh, very uh, proud of our country. Uh, very proud of the fine state of Nevada. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Cameron is currently had shaking had his had head in disgust. Had to do it. Now, so had know, to do listener. it. Couldn't do it. Nevada. Nevada. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it's just happy to be here overall. Awesome. Awesome. Joining us uh, from SDGC is Matt Feynman. How's it going? Sorry Aww. if I butchered your last name. No, you know what? That's my favorite mispronunciation of it. Because if it's some, if someone's going to mispronounce Feynman, I'd rather be Feynman because I'm like, oh, thank you. This is a very fine man right here. Because you are fine, man. That's what I choose to believe. All right, so I am doing well. Uh, I am also just happy with the way things went down. And now we just get to talk about awesome video games. Like like Alex said, I could be playing Astro Bot right now as you listen to this. So... That's magic. I'm, right I'm looking forward to that game. That game, from everything I've read and everything, sounds so good. And the original one, well, the VR playroom, VR. not the playroom, but the VR Astrobot was fantastic. So. Rescue mission, yeah. yeah. Yes. Man, I want to play that Love controller that so bad. That controller I'm so excited for. Oh, looks so nice. Yeah. So nice. And also making his RPG University debut, Mr. Asa Green River from Borderline Entertainment. How's it going, Asa? It's going good. Play Star Fox Adventures. Uh, yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, that Saturday, was the uh, the first good day in a long time. So uh, went out, celebrated, bought some filet mignon, 
some champagne, made some mimosas, cooked it up, had a great time, and uh, decided to replay Severed on my Vita this morning. So I'm flying high. I thought you were going about to say you started to replay Star Fox Adventures. Then <laughs> I'm about to. Legit, How you opened it? I've been so close to playing that game the last three days, and I mean, the fact that it's been brought up so much it's is super up. weird. <laughs> it's the universe telling you that you that you should, Alex. Yeah, I gotta go feed Tricky his dumb fucking mushroom. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a very specific uh, reference. Yes, it is. <laughs> Your little dinosaur Triceratop Prince companion, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm tricky. I've, <laughs> I've never played it, so I'm going by just what I'm trying to remember. You nailed yeah. it, dude. No, so put that, put that away, because that ruined the N64 panel. <laughs> oh, look true. At you. It did. A little champion. Ugh. We don't need to bring up that, that heartache. <laughs> the bet- Mario's betrayal, all sorts of things. It was just, it was just a rough time. But yes, we are Sorry, here to speculate. On a bunch of RPGs that we think will show up sometime in the next probably eight years on either the PS5 or the Xbox Series X. Now, just to start off with, we actually know a hand like a good deal of RPGs that are for sure already announced for the system. So those include Final Fantasy 16, we have Scarlet Nexus, Project Athia, Elder Scrolls 6, Starfield, Avowed, Fable, Dragon Age 4. A new Mass Effect game got announced yesterday. Elden Ring, Hogwarts Legacy, and the Euden Chronicles, the Kickstarter game. Those are all confirmed, so we won't really be touching so much upon those today. Um, and there's a bunch of expected RPGs. Uh, Tales of Arise has a current gen, well, previous gen at this point, uh, release. So there's a good chance I will see ports or a enhanced version on next-gen systems, kind of like what they did for Tales of Zestaria. I wouldn't be surprised if Baldur's Gate 3 makes a console jump, um, considering the Divinity games did. Diablo 4, I would imagine. Um, they all actually may have already said it will also come to consoles. Um, their video game consoles go, you can expect Skyrim will make an appearance in a <laughs> Skyrim uh, a playstation 5 or series x exclusive version um the final fantasy 7 remake in uh, additional parts dragon quest 12 probably a persona 6 and uh yeah i don't consider assassin's creed a rpg so Mm, the new ones definitely they definitely are it's an rpg now i would say but uh we already know that there's gonna be assassin's creed games on there they'll probably be like four so yeah um but yes let's kind of start the discussion um i'll start with you cam what are you kind of looking for or thinking the rpg landscape will kind of be like on this generation of consoles uh i mean i think it's uh there's a lot to look forward to already which is uh exciting like i think that in the next uh two three years there's still there's all there's a good lineup of games that we can i think that we can expect you know um uh we know that uh like for me like we know that we're getting uh well one we're getting a new kingdom hearts game next week but then we're gonna get like a a somewhat more mainline entry uh either next year 2022 according to tetsuya nomura which is exciting uh we know that final fantasy 16 is a lot further along than i originally thought like when that game got announced i was like oh that's like two to three years out and it sounds like it's coming out next year and i'm and that's huge that's awesome um 
you know, Starfield's going to be, uh, it's, it's interesting for me because, uh, as someone who has like severe arachnophobia, I can't play Fallout or Elder Scrolls normally. Uh, but Starfield, like, unless, like, if there are space spiders, then just uh, fuck, fuck, fuck you, Todd ha- Howard. Fuck you, Todd Howard. If that's I all. learn anything that's, this week, that's, I know, I know. I heard about the Mandalorian about the spiders, <laughs> but like, if they put space spiders in this game, fuck you, Todd ha- Howard. Like, mecha spiders. I, I like, I like, honestly, to the point where like, if I somehow blow up in this industry, I want that shit to come to somehow reach him. It's like, hey, do you know that this guy like? So, like, fuck you, Todd Howard, for doing that. <laughs> uh, so, and then, you know, because, again, like, Avowed looked really cool. It's in the Pillars of Eternity universe. There's going to be spiders in it. Not going to be able to play it, most likely. Yeah. Uh, oh, lo- I love Fable. Fable 2 is one of my favorite games. I uh, can't wait for that. Mass Effect is my favorite franchise after Kingdom Hearts. Super excited for that. Um, Elden Ring, who knows? Most from software games have spiders. Who knows? Uh, you know, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, moving forward, like that's my game of the year right now, um, and I don't think that's going to change by the end of the year. And uh, yeah, there's like there's there's a lot to look forward to, uh, both on the JRPG side and the more Western RPG side. Nice. Uh, what about you, Matt? What do you think the landscape will be like? What what are when you think RPGs? What do you envision for the next eight years? Alright, so I, I've i always been, outside of a couple uh, exceptions, I've always been more of a Japanese RPG uh, fan over the Western style. Games like Mass Effect are uh, the exception to that rule. So for me, I really enjoyed this gen that the Japanese RPG came back in a really strong way because they really took a beating in the PS3 360 gen. Um, what I really am hoping to see is, especially with the advent of like the Final Fantasy VII combat style, the mm-hmm. mash, the merging together of action, but also the homage to the turn-based concept. Bring, give me more of that. That's what I want. I want that to become the new standard. If it's not going to be a full-on turn-based game, then give me that Seven Remake hybrid style because that was amazing and incredible, and I just want more of that in all of my games. That's what I'm hoping for. I, I hope True. both. I hope both pillars of RPGs grow and succeed, and we just get more of everything we all love. I just want the genre to flourish. True. True. Mario, what about you? What do you think? Um, I'm thinking mostly on both, both a like say on the PlayStation Xbox aspect of like what is going to be available to them, as well as what's going to be on both of them. I know that with the many the last several years, obviously with. Uh, Xbox attempt to try to tap into the Japanese market with Western RPGs with like like Blue Dragon like back in the day. Uh, I'm curious how they're actually going to combat that with just focusing primarily maybe on the Western because of the you know um, acquiring Bethesda specifically that will might potentially get the next uh, you know uh, Mass Effect. I'm sorry, not Mass Effect. Uh, Fallout games and then of course that we have of course um, the Elder Scrolls series and then whatever about ends up being as well. I'm very close to how much they're going to focus on their aspects of trying to build that up and actually have those projects play out. Because I, I think that the, the go to Japanese route right now, I just don't think they could do it. And they've proven that they couldn't for a long time. The games that I'm obviously most excited for are definitely going to be Final Fantasy games because Final Fantasy 15 brought me back into the series. Final Fantasy 7 Remake made me fall in love completely um, back back into it so i'm really excited to see what they do with 16 being so the fact that it is so close it looks like um 
also going back to the old magic era so that's definitely the things that i'm most excited for you know i can dream of persona 6 but i have no idea what they're going to do with that and if i'm not mistaken mm -hmm. the gap between persona 4 and 5 was actually kind of long it was so immense how long we are to that yeah we yeah, might get years. uh shin yeah exactly so we might most likely get more focus on the shin game so i might actually give those a chance so i'm excited to see where they go with those specific stories um if we have a remake of three coming very soon um but yeah that's where i'm kind of at right now in the future good stuff good stuff what about you alex um like one of the game here that i just want to bring a little bit more attention to that i we talked about when it was announced way back when which is scarlet nexus like a thing I didn't, I wasn't aware of at the time, is that it's being made by the team that made Tales of Vesperia, or a lot of the members of that specific team. So, just wanted to. Shout I didn't out. know this either. Please tell me more, Alex. Yeah, I, it, apparently the combat design and and some of the narrative design, I, I believe, are, are are being helmed by the that specific kind of dream team that made Vesperia. Um, that's really exciting. It's Namco Bandai as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, and to be fair, kind of like it reminds me a little bit of. Uh, was that Vita game that everybody really liked? Um, that was also very anime. Uh, it was like God Eater. Runner. God Eater. Maybe God Eater. Maybe um, was a most library. Um, <laughs> something something like that. But like a Monster Hunter style like cooperative game. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Starlight like, yeah. is specifically that. But knowing yeah. that there's a dream team behind it, that that gets me way more excited for it. A thing like that that happened a lot across PS4, I think, is is you look from the the transition of like where JRPGs especially have like how they decide to tackle like open world and 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 I feel like a lot of them have kind of fallen in the same place of like it, we we are done with world maps, we're but we want to have really big worlds that you explore still. So there's a lot more like corridors leading you from one place to another or, or something like Final Fantasy 15 where you're just kind of dropped in the middle of like a big area uh, and there's just not a lot to that area in a lot of cases like I, I think western RPGs do a really good job of of making areas feel full of stuff to do um, and, and JRPGs are still trying to figure out how to make an open world that's full of stuff to do like namely like Final Fantasy 16, Tales of Berseria, like there are a lot of big areas in these games that have nothing to do in them, um, or, or at least not as much as you would hope. So I'm hoping that, like, especially with technology and power, like we, we start to see those games kind of figure out what they want to do with bigger spaces more. Uh, it, it's a thing that, like, I, I don't think is a huge deal on, on PS4, Xbox One, but, like, when I think of open-world RPGs in, in a Western side versus like Japanese ones it's like man like a lot of these areas to explore in JRPGs are just not nearly as fun uh, they're gorgeous and beautiful and, and like I think of Genshin Impact and, and, and how it's made this area like really beautiful and, and it's it's taken a lot of Breath of the Wild ideas as far as like how you want to explore it and I want to see more of that in, in JRPGs I want, I want JRPGs to either let's, let's figure out how to make a, the whole world explorable without a world map go back to the world map like Nino Kuni 2 did or or like really try and do something different uh, with, with how you're you're supposed to explore how you're supposed to find things to do uh, if these games are gonna get bigger and bigger um, so yeah like that that's in, on the Japanese front like that's really where I I want to see those those RPGs start to tackle things 
Cool, cool. Uh, now, kind of what Cameron touched on, and I want to get your guys' thoughts on this, is we just had an announcement yesterday at the time of recording that um, a new Mass Effect game a brand from a veteran team was under development. So I'm curious, to fans of... Uh, they also have Dragon Age 4 being worked on. What do we think... Do we think BioWare will be able to make a comeback? Because they their last few games have been rough. We know all about the issues Anthem has had and the funny stuff with Mass Effect Andromeda, and they've lost so much talent. With so many games now in development, do we think that BioWare has the potential to make a comeback, or is by investing so many resources into so many projects right now, Will that only further kind of push him back and kind of into obscurity and turn him more from what they used to be, like Legends, making fantastic games that we still talk about, Mass Effect Trilogy just as an example, to more of a just, okay, oh, it's just that silly old Bioware again. What do you, what do you guys think? I'm actually pretty nervous about it. Um, like, not that I thought Andromeda is necessarily a bad game. I think it was just a, a different game. Um, but like talking about Dragon Age specifically, I really care about that franchise. So mm-hmm. to to go off of Inquisition and then to see what happened with Andromeda and definitely like with Anthem, I'm like, I, I kind of just don't want you to touch it anymore. Mm-hmm. I'll just replay Inquisition. I'll replay one and two, screw Awakening um, and, and leave it at that. <laughs> so uh, me personally... I, I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to go as far as to say I think that Bioware should just devolve in, or dissolve into a bunch of different studios, but I do think maybe they should turn their eyes to something new versus mm-hmm. trying to keep digging into known IPs that people love. Like, don't don't tarnish a good name, I guess, is where my mind's at. I, I, I kind of go want to go with that, but I, I want to say that I think that what end up most likely happening this generation with all their games... After after Inquisition, which if I'm not mistaken didn't have like a saw launch either. I heard there were some problems early on, but they got ironed out very fast, way faster than uh, Andromeda yeah. ever did. Um, but I, I just feel like a lot of the games were just in a pressure cooker and they were not finished. They literally were like taking and keep checking it, and then just never actually read the right temperature what that game needed to be. Specifically with Andromeda, I just felt like that was like, hey, here it has to go, it has to get out, it has to get out, and they released it, you know, half baked. When it comes heavy to- with the EA spots. Exactly, yeah. and then no, to no, go with yeah. a, and, and Anthem for specifically, I felt like was just chasing again that dragon of like, all right, live games, what do you got for us, Bioware? And they're like, all right, cool, all right, we got this, but then, mm-hmm. but then you have Destiny, and then you have this, and it just like it just came out of place where like it wasn't focused like they, they used to do with these individual games. So hopefully, after this one, this Dragon Age game, if it is their primary focus. And now moving on to the next one, which will be the Mass Effect game, as long as they focus on the individuals and not chasing something. And actually giving it time to cook, how long it's ever been. Yeah, what yeah, about um, you, Matt? I, I'm going to have to agree with that take, because I feel like a lot of Bioware's woes have been EA-mandated to chase industry trends, and they just tap mm-hmm. Bioware because they have the name, but then you're putting them on projects that aren't really using their talents well and also putting them on these ridiculous timetables and then also now it has to be a live game so you need to have a content roadmap and it's just it's all these things that could have been cool 
but just I, I think a lot of Bioware's problems are EA related, unfortunately. And I know that's the easy cop out answer, yeah. but I, it, it's true. And I think if Dragon Age has a chance to succeed, it, it can't be dictated by executives that don't care about what they're trying to do. And because Bioware became great because they focused on a game at a time and it took the time it needed to come out and then it became beloved and then EA was just churning them out. I don't know. I just, I'm hoping that this long dev cycle works in its favor. So I just, I just really hope EA takes more of a hands off yeah. policy after what happened with Amy. Yeah. And to go with that point, see, see everything that happened with Star Wars, right? They, they're either, either super trigger happy or not, or just like, nope, don't do it. And this cancels entire studios because they, they can't commit to anything. So that's why I felt that's what this whole generation with EA and with Bioware is because of a lot of that influence and how they're trying to chase the trend. So, yeah, yeah. the problem with trying to chase trends is that by the time your game's actually out, the trend itself could be done. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, a better royale. I agree. Um, it's definitely more or less uh, EA's fault. Like they, they make them uh, use an engine that is not. That's specifically meant for first-person shooters, but then they let Respawn use Unreal 4, and it's just like, why would you not let Bioware do the same thing? Uh, and look at and like look at how Respawn's games turn out. They turn out quality, and it, and it just seems like they don't. Yeah, they don't give Bioware the time to make the games that they uh, want to make. And similar to Finn, uh, which I didn't really think about, it's just like they don't give. They, they don't, uh, they make them make games that, like, really aren't their strong suit. Uh, you know, they're good at making, like, deep single-player RPG experiences, and then when you tell them to make Anthem, which, like, you know, I think that there was potential there for sure from what I played when it came out, but, like, you know, they obviously weren't ready for it, that, um... I don't know. It's it's it really just depends on. I really just think it depends on like EA and when they, like you know, if they they give <clears throat> the team that's working on that game and, and Dragon Age for the tools, resources, and time that they need to make that game what they want it to be. So, I know this isn't necessarily the conversation, but I think ultimately what it comes down to is Bioware needs a bungee situation where they get that emancipation and break off yeah. from their corporate overlords and they yeah. get that creative freedom back. Where Either, were they? I'm sorry. I, I'm not sure of the history of um, when they did their Star Wars KOTOR. Um, were they they were that, still on their own. Yeah, they yeah, were on, on their, their own, own at that point. Yeah. With right. KOTOR. Was, they uh, were picked Mass up Effect Dragon 2. Age Dragon Age 2? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Mass Effect 2 was the first EA game. It was either Mass Effect 2 or Dragon Age 2 because I was Mass Effect 2. Yeah, because that was yeah. the first. Re- that was the reason it even showed up on PlayStation. Because before, it was just a Microsoft published game that yeah. they did yeah. on their own. But then EA was like, "It's on everything." Yeah, I yeah. believe the deal was solidified. Like EA officially bought Bioware or acquired Bioware as they were finishing up the original Dragon Age. That makes sense. Um, but they were still very much Bioware was still. It was pretty much right before they shipped Dragon Age, I believe. Dragon mm-hmm. Age Origins. So EA didn't have any hands on that. But like you said, with Mass Effect 2, Dragon Age 2, stuff like that, that's when you really started seeing the, the EA tendrils kind of sink into things. Yeah. 
And that's then what I, you saw. when I think of Bioware, I think of multiplayer stuff. Yeah. Like that. When I think of Bioware, I think of Kotor. I think of Kotor too. I think of um, Jade Empire. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. Baldur's, Baldur's Gate. Baldur's one Gate. Two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's on the Xbox when I play them. Oh man. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, I, I don't. That those were the Dark Alliance games. Those I don't think were done by Bioware. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Baldur's Gate, like the classic RPGs. Yes. Kind of this, those are Bioware. Um, yes. But. Um. Real quick, though, super sorry about this. I totally uh, missed it. Asa, what do you think will come from this generation of systems? Um, you know, it was at first I was bummed when you passed me up, but then I'm like, I'm actually kind of glad because everybody said everything I was thinking. And I'm like, well, I've got nothing left. Um, <laughs> but no, there's a few things. What I'm at least hopeful to see is like if you look at the list of games that are coming out, it's all stuff that we would have expected even before it was announced, like with an asterisk, like I don't know about Project Athia, but at least Scarlet Nexus, I had to look that one up and I saw that it is a very mm. Bandai Namco game and they're just always going to do what they want. Um, but when it comes to the next gen- next uh, generation of consoles, what I would like to see are more IPs come forward that are kind of doing their own thing. Like I realize that we're never going to get Scalebound back, but I want oh something God, to that effect. <laughs> I want something to that effect where, like, for me, I was so jazzed for Scalebound because it looked like not the status quo. Like it, on it, it wasn't big burly guys with guns. No, no, but like even not even big burly guys yeah. with guns. When I saw the reveal for Final Fantasy 16, which I did a reacts, you should go check it out. Um, <laughs> but I wasn't super jazzed for it. Like for me, when I play Final Fantasy, I don't want traditional Western tropes. And then that's what 16 looks like it's going to be. So that kind of bummed me out a little bit. I don't think that it's going to be more Western tropes. It's just they're going back to that Final Fantasy IX fantasy type setting. Uh, I get what you mean, though. Medieval like, mag- like epic yeah, me- yeah, medieval yeah. epic fantasy. Like I do, like w- you know, they obviously didn't show like in depth as to like how the combat works, but there were like shots that like made it feel like that they were trying to go for this western uh vibe as to like uh like the over the sh- a, oh, like you know behind the back behind the back game of thrones looks uh gameplay and things like that yeah um so I, I i definitely get where you're coming from i just uh i think that once we get more information and see like more actual like gameplay and how it works i think you'll feel more comfortable uh as as we leave up to launch so. about it um yeah, yeah. Uh, they the- hired the combat director from uh, Devil May Cry Five and brought him over to work on it. Yep, so please. I think yep, combat's going to be. Please. I think I think the Devil May Cry I Five love. director is the director of this game. Is he not? No, Final, uh, Fantasy, Final Fantasy XIV's director. No, he's a he's a producer. He's not the director. Yeah, he's the producer, but I don't know who the director is. I yeah, I'm pretty. They brought over a couple of the fourteen team. I want. Yeah, to see, I know that, but uh, to work on. Yeah. But what I wanted to say is um, kind of talking about the JRPG, because we were talking about, like, uh, I think it was Mario brought up, like, Microsoft and, like, how how are they going to, uh, you know, bring JRPGs to their platform and things like that. And, you know, obviously we've seen them build a relationship with Square Enix, specifically, like, Kingdom Hearts on Mm -hmm. Xbox now. Finally, um, Dragon Quest XI is coming to Xbox, um, which, uh, which is huge. Um, there's so much to 
look forward to uh, in that sense. And, you know, because I, you know, because I wrote an editorial about like how I don't think that, you know, there are people saying that like, oh, Microsoft, like, you know, Xbox is going to acquire Sega. I really don't think that's going to happen. Uh, I think that uh, like companies like Sega and Square Enix, while Microsoft has would have the money to buy them, I just don't think they would sell regardless yeah. of the money like i think that like you know i just i just i think that they want to they they don't they have the money where they can just keep on doing their own thing without having to worry about another like you know uh company on the food chain of sorts uh chain of command and uh so what i think that they're going to do is kind of do similar to what they try to do with with scalebound is to either like get these companies like maybe platinum or uh other other developers to try to like you know uh publish or even just make deals like pay a, a crap ton of money and just be like hey let's make this an xbox exclusive uh it'll come to pc too but let's get this on xbox and only xbox that's what i like i hope to see because again i don't think that there's going to be any major uh like jrpg uh developing company that uh, Xbox will acquire. I still think that like if they acquire any Japanese studio period, it's going to be from software. It just makes the most sense to me. Um, but even then, like that's like what I think they should do. I don't think that's particularly what they are going to do. Um, so I, I yeah, I really hope that like there are more reasons to you know as someone whose JRPGs are like my favorite genre, but I but I love the Xbox platform compared to the rest. Like, I, I really hope that there's things to look forward to in the JRPG scope that, like, you know, that Microsoft and Xbox is able to, like, make as an Xbox mm. console-exclusive experience type sorts. Because I know that Final Fantasy 16 is a console-exclusive. Uh, you know, they haven't really, like, stated whether or not it's a timed exclusive, and they probably won't uh, for any anytime soon, but I still think that will that will be a timed exclusive regardless i am gonna get it day one on ps5 it's final fantasy like come on now but um you know i i think that what xbox needs to do i feel like the jrpg stuff is like what xbox is missing like the the big omission uh when it comes to their first party lineup so uh it'll be interesting to see what they're going to do moving forward with that i would love to see xbox go back to the 360 era where they mm. were really bringing in a lot of JRPGs. Like, I know that it's on the list, but, like, Lost Odyssey. Yes. Um, even yes. Blue Dragon. Blue Dragon was yeah. uh, one of my Blue favorites Dragon, of the Lost era. Odyssey, Infinite Undiscovery, yes. like Remnant. Like, right off the bat, X- Xbox 360 had a big JRPG presence. And, and they were good. They yeah. were really and good. And also, looking it up, uh, the director of Final Fantasy 16 is Hiroshi Takai. Uh, his credits uh, are... He was actually... The director on Last Remnant, yeah. and he was one of the assistant directors oh. on A Realm Reborn. Oh, got it. Oh, that Final Fantasy sixteen okay. Realm Reborn. Yeah. So the combat yeah. director is the guy from Devil May Cry. That, that, but the director of the game is someone, another one of the members who has worked on Final Fantasy. Speaking yeah, of the three sixty yeah. era of uh, yeah. RPGs, man, how cool would it be to get a remake of Eternal Sonata? A remake? Oh, yes. A remake? Uh, <laughs> I would. Well, here's the thing. Like, I I would take a sequel. I, re- I re- <laughs> which would be hard because Chopin. It takes place when Chopin's yeah. dying, but in his fever dreams. I really. That's so nice I, here I recently there. like heard about this game for the first time. Uh, surprisingly, um, and I definitely want to play it. 
but I, but you know, just from what I've seen in the game, like, I mean, I want a remaster, sure. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't old. know. I don't think I uh, <laughs> really particularly want like, if anything, like I would want like Lost Odyssey or a new uh, IP that is like that has like that turn-based system. But uh, you know. But yeah, uh, uh, switch port. I could see Eternal Sonata doing like a good switch port. I think yeah, that if it got a, Eternal, I, yeah. I was gonna say I, I think that if it does get a remaster, it'll, it will go on all consoles. It won't just be a 360 exclusive. Mm -hmm. But um, I would still probably play it on Xbox. Um, so somewhere Brant Range is so happy because we brought up Eternal Sonata. <laughs> and it's like, and game. I have both the 360 game. and the PS. And Odell Harmon Jr., who's the one who told Same. me about the game. So shout yeah. out to him. Yeah. That's Play that's one that's got those diehards that'll fight for it. Uh, I remember when that game event. came out, man. That's. I mean, I. Uh, 2008, right? 2007? I was 18, yeah. I was just graduating high school. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just to. Because I, I didn't chime in about uh, EA. I, I don't want to necessarily take us back to like a downer topic real quick. No. No, take it down. Um, take it down. Kill us. But but just to like throw it throw it out there, and I, it's a super pessimistic perspective, and I want to I want to see what's being held up real quick. Is, is that? Oh, wow. it's the Eternal Sun and not a oh, faceplate. Wow. 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 For the 360. I have the whole yeah. range God. Wow. Yeah, faceplate. Bring it's back so faceplates. Bring no. Back. <laughs> no. Bring back the ability no. to customize your systems. No. Just thanks a lot, shut Sony. Sony's like a real person. Sony <laughs> shut it down. Everyone Thank else you. Thanks a lot, down. Sony. No. Yeah. Uh, All I care about is a Kingdom Hearts whatever PS5, and then because that's what it would if there was a. Like you know, limited edition what console. What if you can make your own? It would be for PS5. Oh, no, 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 no. Nice. I want it to be official. My nice, pretty Cam Cameron. Mm. Just imagine the the faceplate PS5 with all like the little PlayStation symbols, but they're all like the little crown and the nobody and the heartless. That's what it, that's what it's that's what it is on the PS uh, on the PS4. It's like yeah, um, it's it's super cool. But it, just like those really really tiny and like embedded ones, like on the oh, controller. like yeah. on the controller, that'd that. be so cool. Yeah, that'd be so cool, right? <laughs> anyway. Uh, we'll write our. Uh, we'll Jesus. do the design for our Kingdom Hearts. Wow. Uh, PlayStation <laughs> this 5. is, yeah. Don't do Alex, I'm going to get an episode on Kingdom Hearts. What's up, Hearts everybody? Welcome to the RPG uh, podcast. We're just <laughs> talking about <laughs> the uh, Kingdom Hearts cast. Yeah. <laughs> we can make it a series. Um, I apologize for derailing us into the Eternal Sonata show. <laughs> that is uh, fine. No. I'm going to get a blow up of Alex's Great face as my faceplate. I think that to bring it back to that, though. Um, I know we're talking about missing that 360 era of Xbox, but unfortunately, I feel like, not to bring it down, but I think uh, wow. Sony is re is really the the only company that I think has revisited their their eras before. Like thinking of specifically Concrete Genie, it's a PS4 game, but that's like a weird PS3 era type game, and I just don't think that Xbox, like their mentality, they've ever gone back to those particular eras. Like, they'll do backwards compatibility, but they're never going to go back to being the type of 360 era where they're just so really... I, I, I don't know. I'm. That's what I want, but I just don't think it's going to happen, I think it unfortunately. Can, I think it can happen for JR, like those those uh, titles that weren't like published. So, like, unfortunately, Lost Odyssey was published by Microsoft Studios uh, at the time. So, like, again, like, Eternal Sonata, I think, has a chance. Like, I mean, Tales of Asperia was a 360 exclusive. 
and yeah. now it's everywhere. So like, uh, I think that there are well, some only in the states. Only in the states. It did get like an enhanced PS3 port in Japan, which we never got until Definitive Edition, which brought it to everything with the additional elements from the PS3 version. Yeah, so and I, I, I wonder if that was timed at all, or if that was just a money thing. Yeah, I, I, I think it I'm was a deal. Was I think it was a deal with the 360. Uh, version. I think Microsoft made a yeah. deal, which, and I think that is a interesting thing about the Tales series moving forward with Tales of Arise is that you know we already know that they're com It's coming to all platforms. Like it's not going to be like you know because like the past uh, two Tales, not not even past two, like the past four Tales games were PlayStation exclusives. You got the the Zillia. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Zillia. Uh, Zillia one and yep, two. Yep, there was Graces. Graces actually was also on Wii. Uh, so you had Exilia one and two. You had Zestereo, which Bersaria. was PS3, PS4, and Berseria, which was PS4. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. It, it's just like, um, you know, it's nice that we like. It seems that Tales of Arise is going the like Final Fantasy route, where it's going to like, you know, uh, it's going to be multi-platform and uh, moving forward. So there's no BS on to like try and find how to play these Tales games because a lot of them are like really, really good. And but then it's just like, oh, like. Tales of Symphonia remastered, or is only on the PS3. Like, granted, you can buy the Steam version. It's on, it's on PC, yeah. But it's not yeah, the yeah. remastered version, as far as I'm aware. Um, and, I mean, the remastered didn't add anything. I know, but like, it, it's still like some optimizations would probably be best. You know, like I played uh, an unoptimized version of Resident Evil Four, and I kind of wish I got that. Yeah, the, yeah. The, that's just, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's like they're they're just so like spread out mm -hmm. that I just wish that like. You know, I'm happy that they're going to. It's going to be at a place moving forward where they're just going to kind of be on everything, or at least, you know, P uh, PlayStation and Xbox, and PC, and then uh, there won't be any issues. Hopefully, as new entries come along. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of sticking on the topic of JRPGs, where do you guys all think uh, the argument and kind of clash between turn-based and action RPGs will be? this gen i think realistically action rpgs are the more popular uh yeah. genre for yeah. more yeah. people so the trend will continue in that direction but that's why earlier i mentioned just the the final fantasy 7 remake style of merging the two where the people that wanted the turn base they still have that mechanic and i also think of love the way dragon age origins handled it with its uh mm -hmm. with its tactic tactical mode and i just i love games that combine action with turn-based if i can't get full-on turn-based but the reality is turn-based will still exist um and we know it will it's just it'll never be the forefront of its 90s explosion 80s mm -hmm. 90s explosion mm -hmm. so but give me more give me more hybrids like i think we right could count on the indie scene to bring more turn base yeah yeah for sure and yeah. they, like I, I, Persona will never not be turn based. Like right. you know, like yeah. there yeah. there are things. I that think yeah, she, yeah. They could spice Shimigami it up, Tensei. but it's gonna be yeah, Atlas, yeah like, Atlas like there games might be a general. Yeah, like I, I think there will be things that will fundamentally adhere to that because like they have found a way to be innovative and exciting in that that space. But like, I think there's just a lot of 
struggling to give the player as much to do in a turn-based RPG as they have to do in an action RPG of like tools and resources at your disposal. Mm-hmm. So I think like naturally when, when controllers are kind of more complicated and, and the things that a player can do are, are more complex and, and should be more complex, like that's why all these modern games are fast as hell or letting people be action. You know, I, I think it just makes sense. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think the war is over. I think action RPGs won, but I, I doesn't it's mean sad. we'll not ever see turn-based RPGs anymore. Yeah, I agree. And Kingdom Hearts killed it. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts see, showed I up. Think... <laughs> yes, I'm. I kind of disagree. I think we are going to see a resurgence. I think we're going to see a lot more developers and studios include turn-based like more traditional old school turn-based RPGs with the success of Persona 5. Uh, like you said, Shin Megami Tensei 5 is going to be turn-based. They've they've had side stories or like branching spin-off games that have done action RPGs like the uh, Raido games of SMT or were action RPGs. But mm-hmm. with the success of Dragon Quest 11, you know Dragon Quest 12 will be turn-based RPG. Well, you have yeah. Ayudin Chronicles. That's a turn-based RPG that's that exploded in popularity um you have um but i think it's still those same games though yeah like persona are gonna stick to oh the yeah. Turn base. yeah i just and feel like will, most of the future games think, will be action rpg well even on more of the uh kind of indie scene i would argue the turn-based rpg is fairly popular oh yeah like, indies just recently oh, sure. you had sure. eichenfell which is a yeah. big one mm-hmm. um so i think it's been proven with this generation especially like on the ps4 and xbox uh one that turn-based rpgs you can be incredibly successful i think persona 5 and dragon quest 11 are the best examples of this yeah uh for kind of more mainstream that holy crap, you can have a fantastic RPG that millions of people love, even if it is a turn-based game. So I think that kind of opened up a lot of people's eyes, and we will get more turn-based RPGs. We'll have Bravely Default. Bravely Default 2 is going to be turn-based. Octopath Octopath. Traveler is turn-based, and we already know they're working on another Octopath down the road, kind of after Bravely Default. That will be turn-based. And we also know that Final Fantasy VI will get a remake. No. Maybe exactly yeah. in the Octopath <laughs> engine, so you have yeah, all that. I th- in I think I, yeah. I think the main thing is just like these are games where like we expected them to be turn based. Like it, it, it's just like I don't think that we're going to see many. Like I would be surprised like throughout the generation if we get like more than five original like JRPGs that are turn based mm-hmm. that are like that are like the third part like the AAA quality. Of like Dragon I'm, Quest. Yeah, I'm talking more like about like the big boys, like yeah. the AAA's and, and it, stuff like that. It, it, yeah, it would be wild if they were just like, "Hey, Elder Scrolls turn-based RPG version," <laughs> or uh, Burn Mass all their bridges. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I mean, I would love it. To be personally, honest, it'd be a fun, be like, side, like a side game that's like that, 20 hours, you know, and it's just like here's an adventure with a new team. It just so happens to be turn-based. I mean, it would be PC it. only though. But like, I think, yeah. I think. The, uh, it, the pass. indie space has, like, has led the, the turn-based RPGs in a direction, and in that direction is like smaller things, and, and uh, I think they're at the forefront of what turn-based games look like. I, I you know, Persona is is a weird thing, like, but I don't, I don't, 
I don't necessarily think Persona is going to inspire f other big games to be turn-based. I think it's going to inspire other small games to be turn-based, kind of like we've seen with like uh, She Dreams Elsewhere, right? Like a lot of heavy uh, Persona and Christ Tales. There. Christ Tales that's yeah. coming out. Like that looks very like from a from a visual standpoint. Yeah, a it's lo very Persona. -inspired. A lot of Persona inspire uh, inspiration there too. So. so so I, I wonder, and I would be super excited to see like a big game like a Dragon Quest um, try and tackle like turn-based, like something with that kind of budget, I guess, um, that is new and it is uh, like completely standalone. But I just feel like I, I would argue Ayudin Chronicles. Yeah, I know that was a Kickstarter, but that pulled in millions and millions of dollars, and you have a lot of people really looking forward to that game. And that's yeah. I, I think like those turn-based games are still a lot of those kind of nostalgia or not necessarily nostalgia based but but like they're pulling on old school ideals. Um, Their audience are people that grew up with that. Like if you're not I'd, rooted in it, it's. I'd be excited to see like a turn-based game that isn't pulling from nostalgia that is trying to set a new standard, right? Like that's the challenge right now. I think like I want to see someone who's up to that. I guess like something you could even say that. Uh, the Divinity Studio is kind of like approaching it from that direction uh, with their kind of initiative system. Their kind of take on a and d system is, is yeah. turn-based mm -hmm. in its own way. So, so like there there's innovation left to be seen in that space. I just want to see who does it. Yeah, and like just I would almost argue the fact of just a turn-based RPG is in and of itself nostalgia fueled. Yeah. So I don't know. I think making an RPG turn-based doesn't... Yeah, I don't... It's kind of, I, like, I'm with yeah. you, and I'm also, like, I'm on the other side as well. Like, I, I totally see what you're saying, though, yeah. Like, that's why I want to see one that's, like, this is a turn-based game that doesn't look or feel like other turn-based games we've seen for years and years and years. And another thing that I, like, I would like to see from JRPGs moving forward is... I know this is a hard thing to do. It's not, it's not even that, like, I... It's not even that I don't want them to be so long, but, like, I feel like, you know, while I love Persona 5, obviously, um, I just feel like that those games are too dense, where I'm just like, this doesn't need to be here, this could not be here, like, it's not, it doesn't harm the game in any way, but it's just, like, it's just a bunch of extra things that just, like, really don't need to be present, and... I mean, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And... Like, do I really need to have a job at the flower shop? Oh, I don't know. You know, yeah. But, but you don't, though. That That's all side stuff that you have the option to do, but you don't need to do. I mean, yeah, I you, would argue you, a lot of that fluff in RPGs is if you choose to. I mean, like, you got, I mean, like, you want to get, there are different ways to get, like, your social stats up, and, like, granted, like, you don't particularly need to uh, outside of getting, uh, like, for certain things, outside of, like, leveling your confidants but then you're just kind of taking away that experience so in a sense i do think it's necessary at least in, a, in comparing in persona but what i'm saying is i'm just i'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to get into, into it like a big argument there but like you know i'm just saying that like uh you know it like um and i haven't played like drag uh like all the way through dragon quest 11 but like i did play a little bit of the demo and i'm already like this game is huge and i feel like it doesn't need to be this big and I just, and I, you know, and I just don't want, I just don't want it to be, it's like, it's kind of like, I kind of like the direction, um, the Xenoblade Chronicle games are like, there are these side quests like that are like really simplistic and you basically just do them throughout playing the game, but it's still, and, and you just, you're still focusing on that, on the main story and the main party. And if you want to do that side stuff and explore that stuff, you can, 
but it doesn't take away from the experience at all of what you're doing in the main story specifically like i'm taking more with like xenoblade chronicles 2 um and so like in, in the game it, it itself is still like a long game like you know xenoblade chronicles 2 is like seven, like a what 60 70 hour game but like it, it, they're big boys yeah they're they're big, they're, they're big but like i feel like that that the time went by faster like it felt it felt like i was sure. like oh i'm already like i'm already this far in the game like you know but then when you're playing like games like persona again great great games but it's just like i feel like i could have beaten like four jrpgs instead of playing like this one big jrpg that, that, that that's just me as someone who plays games basically consistently for whether it be for industry stuff or just in general and like i love jrpgs but like I, there's so many that I want to play, you know, when you commit to, like, some of these bigger games, it's just like, man, I could have probably played, like, these three JRPGs on my, li like, on my backlog instead of this one. That That's kind of, like, the 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 way I'm looking at it uh, going into next gen, is that I hope that they're just kind of shorter experiences and just more contained in what they want to do. Yeah, I, I, and I just him, really yeah. want to, real quick, just mention, that is not an issue just for jrpgs i think oh no no, RPGs no 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 can uh is just can be just as dancing crazy yeah. like, oh 100 like your skyrims yeah. your fallouts Skyrim, your, your fallouts. things like that no, so 100%. i just want to clarify 100 it's more of a an rpg in general could, could issue, be even like specifically jrpg seen as like a video game issue right now just like yeah. all video games are yeah. kind of doing this well see so <laughs> trying to retain your attention yeah so the point i'm trying to make is that like most I feel like that most Western RPGs are a lot more like open world, like more open world, more vast. And like, so when there are these things that you, you're doing, like you can do like, you know, you don't have to do it, but like, it makes sense in this, in this, in this world. And it, it's just, it's hard to explain, but I just, um, you know, like if I were like comparing, like I wouldn't compare like the density of like Skyrim to like the d density of like, persona or dragon quest because they're like two completely i feel like they're two completely different things but like um but yeah it, it's just in general like i just hope that you know i, I like i really liked final fantasy 7 remake because again it was pretty straightforward the game was like 30 to 35 hours and you were yeah. done with it um you know kingdom hearts games are kind of like that too even though i wish they were a little bit longer just because of how much i love kingdom hearts um yes. and uh uh, and yeah, so it's just like one of those things, like, I feel like that there's this, this situation where most, like, you either have JRPGs that are like 35 hours or less, and then those that are like 70 hours or longer, and I kind of want this middle ground, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I, I, I totally get in, that. Yeah, I think it's an argument between like a hardcore RPG versus like something that's pretty streamlined. I liken it to like... When I watched Naruto, just because yeah. your shirt made me think of a cam, like the, the, I watched everything. Things. I watched all the fillers. I didn't skip a single second of that anime. Yeah. But my wife, she had some weird like forum page pulled up that's like, oh, yeah. hey, here are the only oh, episodes yeah. you need to too. watch to get the story. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, what's yeah, yeah. what's There's like the streamlined playlist? Especially yeah. between that yeah. and Shippuden. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I think that's what it is. Like, we need, like, a, hey, what's the streamlined way to play this game? Or can you have a version of that? And then here's, like, 
how you intended it to be the, the abridged like, version and then the yeah. unabridged version it's not even well, dbz versus thing. dbz guy yeah it's not even like uh <laughs> it's not even that for me it's just well, it's, it's just it's just more kind of like in hindsight where i go through a, a jrpg and i just like think about like all the things i did i was like did this really need to be here did this really need to be Actually, here like that kind of mentality like uh i have i have a solution for what cam's asking for and i was gonna make a joke earlier where you know, I could play Persona, which is like so many times, or I could play Nier five times. <laughs> but, but my thing is, with, with actually with Nier, is you can complete it once, maybe get the experience you're looking for, and then walk away, and then maybe go back and experience it some new, something new the second time around, which I found interesting, because that game can go on. Like, that game has at least five main things that you have to do to really complete it. But you could, and a lot of people have, just finished the first thing, and got something or detracted from it and didn't experience the whole thing. But I still think that's a possibility as well. I like the, the thing I bring up here, just because I feel like it should be brought up here that, that could throw a wrench in it. Cause I'm with you and I, I agree with you, Cameron, but like, I wonder how much we're going to talk about value in the upcoming generation, right? For with sure. It's being $70. Like, yeah. I think developers will fear that exact instance of like, well, if this is only 35 hours, like we got to, we have to pack more bullshit into this because if we're mm-hmm. going to charge $70 for this. Uh, and I wonder if, if people are going to be as into that, you know, like we who are going to play these games and love them as they are $70 or $60 is, is, is one thing, but, but folks out there that can only get one or two, like if they hear that this game is way more dense and, and there's way more to it, that $70 suddenly becomes a way better price point. Yeah. That's so I, I'm curious if that'll affect it. I think actually, Cam, they did a template you were asking for, but I don't know how it was successful in the long run. And that's with Square Enix doing those smaller JRPGs. The Tokyo like, RPG Factory stuff? Yeah, Tokyo yeah. Factory stuff, like the Senio Sacrifice and all that. So I, that's why I'm wondering right. if like, that was attempted. Do, do they have more in the pipeline? Actually? I'm sure they do. I don't know but because like... they've, none of them have done all that well. Like they've yeah. been okay, but... Um, yeah, because I've heard like I've heard for some people like I am Satsuna like really struck a chord with some people like, and I've mm-hmm. heard other people say like, oh yeah, it was it was fine, and then I, and then I heard like a lot that Lost Fear was just it was fine like it, 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 it and that like that's not uh yeah I, like that's not, I don't think that's like particularly what uh what I'm going for I, I don't know I just feel like uh hmm, it's it's kind of it's kind of it's it's, it's really it's really hard to explain but. Um, I, I kind of get yeah. what you're saying, Cam. Yeah. Like a uh, a uh, part that I remember that kind of comes to mind that I think would apply to this. I think you want to give players the option to do stuff like side content, side quests, things like that, whereas not to do super superfluous things in the actual games, uh, like the gameplay to progress plot. Like one thing I remember was with Final Fantasy VII remake this year, like you had to go through the sewers to find something again to get it, an item when it turns out the guy at the very beginning had the key the whole time he was just trying to fuck with you or something. And it's that, like, that, that part, I I didn't need to do. Like, what was the point of that? Whereas I could have just gone straight in and uh, done it. Like, things like that, I can't, I, I'm with you that when it's why did I do this for a narrative version? It's like, that's where it loses me. But if it gives me a night quest, like, or I can choose to do X event, like work at the flower shop, like you mentioned, Mario. 
I think that's fine. And to Alex's point, I think a lot of that's going to be important with the value prospect. Stop relying where on giving quests. you op- a lot of options, that. make your side quests more, but not forcing you to do random things just for story. Matt, well, what 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 you got? Yeah. 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 Like, I can't honestly yeah. name the amount of quests I've done just this year alone of, like, go get here and get this. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing it so much this year in particular that maybe it stands out to me more, but boy, howdy, would I be thankful to get away from that kind of quest structure. I don't know what to do in its place. Like, I don't look at me, but I... Escort missions. God, no. <laughs> But, like, I'd rather take somewhere somewhere than, like, have to go get a thing for the 40th time mm-hmm. in in as many hours, you know? Yeah. Not um, but, yeah. But let's, let's go around the horn real quick and everyone share a couple, you know, a what? game okay. you think I, uh, has a chance of I, I making its say, appearance like, or a couple I'm games not, you think you'll see in this shot, next generation and then, like, a couple happen, long really shots, like your does. dream game. So, um, uh, Matt, how about you start? A bit because I would love for a Shonen Jump game that wasn't just a arena fi- 3D fighter and actually make it an RPG. Like, we've had excellent anime RPGs before, but why not have some crazy JRPG nonsense storyline that explains why all the universes have collided <laughs> and we get an actual <laughs> RPG with turn-based mechanics combo like bring in the chrono trigger dual triple tech style things where their attacks can combine with one another like i just want a really cool in-depth original storyline rpg that brings together all the shonen jump uh franchises together instead of just giving me another arena fighter because we've we've had that before i don't need another jump force give me give me jump force tactics i don't know like Jump Force Gemini. But yeah, I mean, that 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 would be my dream game because some of my favorite RPGs are ones where they've taken traditionally non-RPGs. Jump, <laughs> Jump Force Gemini. One I'm most Jump Force Gemini. <laughs> oh there you go. Let's take a game that wasn't an RPG, and now it's one of my most anticipated ones. So I, I love it when they did it with Mario and Rabbids on the Switch, turned into a tactical RPG. Like, that is my jam. Give me a French... Did I what? Uh, pr- uh, I'm sorry. I call it X-Zone because I'm cool. And yes, X-Zone and X-Zone 2 are uh, some of my favorite games because they're so dumb. And I love it. The story Did you ever play like, Project Cross Zone? And you're like, yeah, or Project Mega Cross Man. Zone 2. Did you ever and play Project Cross Zone on 3DS? Yeah. Yeah. Don't oh. care. I love it. I love it. It's it's just <laughs> it, is, it is nourishment for my terrible soul. Yeah. And they're very, they're very fun. Jump Force. Uh, just some kind of Yuri and Mega Man X. Why not? RPG. Yeah, team up. <sighs> Dreams. <clears throat> mhm. Um, it's it's good. I'm 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 gonna pick the best of each of the main th- uh, of of my big three. So uh, it's gonna be Yamcha because he's the greatest character of any. What anime. would be your dream team in this Wolf hypothetical Fist Jump Force life. Gemini 
RPG. Lord Yamcha for life. Uh, and then I would bring in Shikamaru from Naruto because he's the best character of that universe. Ooh. Yeah. Well, thank I, call him <laughs> I call him Shikamaru. Yamcha uses self destruct. Gaijin. I don't know. Yeah, either way. Shikamaru, you mean? Okay. <laughs> so, the him, and then I would take from. Sh Shikamaru is the Japanese pronunciation. Is it really? He's my favorite character. Wait, really? Yeah. Show. Oh, man. Apparently, mm -hmm. Shikamaru is the, the English dub version. Combat. Oh. That, that's my jam. So, that, that would be my that would be my, tri my triple triad threat. So, yeah. Big Gloria. Wow. Okay. <laughs> First of all, I will not broach any Yu Yu Hakusho nice. uh, uh, slander. Well, what about what about like hey, what, uh, Joe, Joey, Wheeler? You what you about okay, so, Joey Wheeler? What about Yu Gi Oh's Joey Wheeler? Joey Wheeler. Hey, Yugi. Hey, what? Hey, look. Hey, 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 yo, Joey, like. The best character in Yu-Gi-Oh. Best character in Yu-Gi-Oh, though. Like, I rather, straight up. I rather be. I don't know. No, let's be. Joey's no. It, Joey's no. cool. Yeah, jo no. Joey. Nope. Joey Wheeler. We are, we are moving on. Executive decision. We are moving on. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. Is Beyblade a shonen? Uh, is Beyblade a shonen? No. Oh, no, I was about to say, like, we had Tyson from Beyblade. Some of my favorite <laughs> oh, it'd be so great. Like, quickly spiraling. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Beyblade. So, what's a more... We've been uh, waiting kind for of Dark one Cloud that you could see happening. For so long. Dark Cloud 1 was okay. It was a PS2 launch-ish game, and it was just, it was okay. But Dark Cloud 2 was incredible. And I really would love to see what Dark Cloud 3 could have been. So, Dark Cloud 3 is my hope. Mm -hmm. PS2. No. I don't think so. Cool. Are, are those games? I think pick. it was good a pick. PS3. Are those games only uh, like on those consoles? Like, they were never re-released in any way. Uh, the Dark Cloud might also be on PS3 as a classic. P uh, in, it's yeah on PS4 or on PS3. Dark Cloud One is PS3. PS4. I think. I think it's on. Uh, Okay, well I'm gonna yeah. I think it I think it got trophies. I no, think the first one got trophy on support on the PS4. Because I was gonna say, like, I have heard like good things about Dark Cloud before and I was just like and they'll be like, Oh, it's stuck on the PS2 though. I'm like, Well, sorry to hear that. <laughs> Rip. So yeah, Dark Dark Oh, both both are yeah. on the PS4. I'm gonna buy them. I'm gonna play them. Let's go. With trophy support, really? Yeah, with trophy. Oh uh, well, the first one has trophy yeah. support. It seems yeah. like I don't know about the. Uh... Well, if the, if it's on PS4, they have to have trophies. Oh, okay. Yeah, well then. Yeah. Um, and Cam, I'm gonna do this for your own good. Play the games that you've said you're the series you're gonna play first. I, I'm... And then do Dark Cloud, I, okay, I'm, bud? I'm. I'm. I'm I want you to get some sleep. <laughs> and I want you to. You got a lot. Yakuza is a big, big one. I am. And I know you I'm mentioned not, trails as well. I'm not gonna play them straight away. Also, quick question: While we're on this whole PS2 games on PS4, will these games work on PS5? Great question. Theoret theoretically, I think you. 
We'll test him this week. Yeah, we'll test, yeah, we'll yeah. test it this week. Yeah, someone yeah. tell me, please, because I... Yes. I'm going to test Super Star Wars. This came out as well. Oh, Bounty Hunter or Pod Racer. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, I'll play good Bounty ones. Hunter. Dark Cloud 3 would be great. I would love a Dark Cloud 3. Um, Rip level 5, though, so... Even though level 5 has recently shuttered their American branch, I'm hoping that they'll reopen it or we'll still get level 5 games here. Who um, needs games in English? With RPGs, you do. <laughs> As someone who's tell tried. that to Gold Farm. Tell that to Gold Farm. Tell it to my friend Grant, <laughs> who's playing Shimagansa Three right now, but he's playing the Japanese version uh, on his console. It's insane. It, there, it's tough to do, but it, it, you're right. It is doable. Asa, what yeah. about you? Um, man. So games that I would like pipe dream. What I would love to see that I don't think would ever happen. So I'm a big. Um, I don't. It's not like a like a dungeon crawling RPG. I don't know if that's like a like a Diablo type deal. Marvel Ultimate Alliance is really what I'm getting at. I love the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games, um, mm-hmm. and I would love to see the DC Universe get a version of that game, but it's mm. DC Heroes. Oh, please! That would be so yeah, good. That'd be cool. cool. And also, I good. would. <laughs> I only I, played a little bit yes. of, of Marvel Ultimate Alliance three, but one and two, especially one. Oh my gosh! So good. Please. So good. I so, I was so universe. happy when those came out on uh, PS4. Yeah, yeah, for the for the hot second, they're gone now, right? They yeah, they got very pulled, hard to find. Wait, what, wait oh, which really? which games yeah, are pulled? They, they got pulled. The Marvel Lions Ultimate games. Alliance Disney on uh, PS4. Them. Yeah, oh, they got pulled if I'm not mistaken, and you only can find them the disc version if you can find the disc version, right? Yeah, and the disc I, version is in price. And I think if you have it in your library, like you bought it, you can still download. No, no, yeah, you can still download it. It's just that you'd have to. But if you remember, they were like sixty or forty bucks, and that's why I was like, "Uh, each." And I was like, mm-hmm. "I don't know about that." I think yeah. they're still on yeah. Xbox. No, they're not. No. Oh man. Yeah, they're not. Oh, I wish I knew. I wish I, I wish I knew. You can't buy them. Yeah. yeah. I wish I knew. I would have bought them. Guy Gardner, the DC yeah, so Red Lantern is still one of the yes. best yes. moments. Oh my god! Would... Give me my Superboy teamed up with my favorite Green Lantern, Guy Gardner. Let's go. And just like thinking about how Doctor Fate, the Gardner. Ultimate Alliance games did such. Guy Gardner is a fucking dive. G. What? He's a G. Yes. One I, of the best. I, I would do Guy Gardner as Red Lantern before I would have Guy Gardner Green Lantern on my team. I would do both. <laughs> you just do both. I would do him Power Lantern. Lantern. Because then uh, Green Batman, Lantern Green would be Lantern? Kyle Rayner. Oh my god, the best one was uh, Guy. Oh, sorry, this is a tangent. Uh, Guy Gardner moons the Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that would be a good one. Yeah, that's my dream though. I, yeah. I would love that, and I want them to. I would want them to go full board, like all the costumes. Oh. As you go into oh, all of yeah. the costumes you've got, what issue they were in, the history behind like that run of comics, like just I just want a heroes, full was, nerd out session. With yeah, them. you are cat catnipping me right now. <laughs> right, I, so right. I, I dream want about this game that so bad. They tried so something similar to that. It was like Justice League something on the PS2. I can't remember the name mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Was it was not Deadly good. Alliance. It was like Justice League Deadly Alliance or some crap. Yeah, I loved United. it because it was all I had. Mm-hmm. But it yeah. didn't even come close to Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. Give me 90 Superboy with the t-shirt Superboy. Oh, God, yes. What would be oh, your, yeah. your roster of four main characters, Asa? Oh, shoot. Okay. Um, so I would do... I would have to do Batman. I would do Batman oh, no from the... Land. I can't remember the name of the specific run, but it was oh, when Superman mine. had long hair. 
Okay, that was like oh, Return the of Superman. Black suit? Right after... Return of, yeah. No, yeah. right before Black Suit. Right so there, there is, oh. I have this issue. Um, he did? Yes, oh. yes. Okay. So I would have the Batman from that era um, because that was also the era that Kyle Rayner was Green Lantern, so I would have Kyle yeah. Rayner. Um, yeah. I would have uh, Aquaman, but I would do the... With the um, hook? Yes, with the hook, with the hook. It's yes. really that, that era of DC. The, the, like, the Grant the Morrison era. era. The Grant yes, Morrison yes, era. Of the yes, yes. Um, shoot, I, I would. Oh, this is a tough one. You said you gave me four. Yeah, you have yeah. a roster of four, one to each face button that you can swap between. Yeah, I mean, so I've only I mean, got one I mean, more right now. Flash has got to be there. Flash has got to be there. No, no, nah. you're right. You no obscure, baby. Flash yeah. has got to be there. Flash has to be no there. Are you kidding me? I can't no do. Obscure. I'd have to go hot girl. First of all, first of all, oh, there you go. Okay. All right, yeah. Flyer. Good. It was between Constantine. Yeah, and yeah. Got a round up. Really quick. Booster gold. Really quick. Superboy, Constantine, the Creeper, and Ichigo the Dragon. The Demon. If I had a, if I had a, and then I will take. I would have Constantine on mine. Jaime Reyes. Dr. Fate over Constantine. Booster Gold! Mm. Ooh. Ooh, it's a red tornado. I would go... I would go... I would go Flash, Shazam. Which Flash? Uh, Wait, which, which Flash? Flash. Barry Allen. I would go... Barry Allen. Barry Allen? Okay. I'd yeah. go Wild I go West. Jay Garrick. I would go Jay Garrick. Uh, Jay Garrick. I love Jay Garrick's uh, design. I love Jay Garrick's yes. like suit mm -hmm. uh, for yes, sure. Yes. The Hermes helmet, god tier. But uh, Barry Allen, in my opinion, is the Flash. Like even Batman was <laughs> like Batman has literally said in the comics, like I could have been you, but I am me. We went through the yeah. same shit. Like I wish I was you, basically. So I'm just like Barry Allen, please. Sure. Wally West is great sure. though. Wally West, yeah. amazing. Yes, True. both um, versions. Both versions, yeah. Uh, and then I would go, yeah. So those two Shazam. I really like Constantine. I would probably like. Here's the thing, though. I'm gonna go more obscure, uh, just for the sake of the conversation, the and say I'll go yeah. Kyle Rayner, Green That's Green Lantern. I, I really yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. If you like, uh, you know, the New Fifty Two was garbage, but if Kyle Rayner's run, was so uh, Kyle Rayner's run in New Fifty Two was like really good. Yes, really, mm -hmm. really good. Yeah. Um, and then I would go uh, Martian Manhunter. Oh, Hal Rainer brought back Hal. Oh, mm. so good. Yeah, super good. Alex, do you? I mean, we need to just go, have a go around. <laughs> Alex is just like I can, I can make one up for Alex. <laughs> but go ahead. No, nah, I mean, I, 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 all Titans, dude. Tim Drake. Oh, uh, oh yeah, Shit. Tim Starfire Drake, best Robin. Cyborg, dude. Best, best Wait, Robin. Instead of Starfire, can you throw in Speedy? Like, do yeah, do that run of Titans. Can you have Bart Allen Impulse? No, yeah. I like Starfire, and she could probably shoot a laser beam, right? Like, yeah, yeah she could shoot a laser. That's beam. a crowd clearer right there. There you go. Aqualad. Yeah, I'd probably yeah. do Cyborg, Raven, so, Starfire, and Tim Drake. Quick, really uh, small, obscure tangent. Because I was looking, I was like, dude, uh, if they did like a physical release of like the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games. Like, they did. They did. Uh, when they came to Next Gen? Yes, they did. I don't see it Wait, anywhere on what? Amazon. They did. They did. I saw it at my GameStop. So okay. You have to kill someone well, for it. I worked at GameStop when they had Anyway, Anyway, I found a bundle of Ultimate Alliance 3... And then the Xenoblade 2 Switch con Pro Controller. It's a bundle. I'm what like, the fuck? Just, it's like, that's so what? weird. Anyway. That's an awkward bundle. Uh, anyway. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, for me, I'm looking for... Okay, so what I'm uh, expecting... I mean, like, I, I most excited is definitely got to be, re like, the Final Fantasy Remake. 
part two for uh, like and beyond for me. Um, uh, can uh, I do my DC roster, Cameron? Oh, I thought you did. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I also didn't say what I thought was probable. Yeah. That's coming. Yeah. Hey, wait, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I like, I felt, like, sorry. It just I became got everybody DC hyped with DC. I, 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 got that right I got that transition vibe. So I was just like, oh, okay. Let's, yeah. <laughs> so my bad. Uh, let's just go. What about uh, Asa? What would be your your likely pick? <sighs> wait, hold on. I just have to. This I've had this baby Jesus. since it came out. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Mm. Oh. Um, Why aren't you backwards compatible? I know. I know. So. Thing, something that I think is is probable. Oh well, no, let me just say of what is known that's coming out. Fable, hands down, in that entire list. Mm -hmm. I'm a massive Fable person. Even three wasn't great, but I still liked it because it was Fable. Um, I literally cried when that announcement happened. So that far and above is what I'm most excited for. Um, what I think is probable, I put in there. Um, I don't know if it's cheating, but I'm going to say two games. No. Skies of Arcadia, um, especially with all the Sega stuff going on. Yeah. And there's a big following behind that. I would love to see Skies of Arcadia come back, and I think that it's possible. And then Jade Empire. I don't know if it would be a remaster, re-release, a sequel, whatever, I think. Um, especially with kind of like we talked about the hot water that Bioware is in. I think that's a franchise that they could go back to and do another game that would do really well and wouldn't upset too many people. Good picks. Good picks. Now your DC roster, yes. sir. For my DC <laughs> roster, I'd go Hal Jordan, Green Lantern Hal Jordan. Um, I would go Azrael as Batman, because I fucking love that Batman outfit, and he was just brutal. Um, it's a good outfit. I would go with uh, Superman Blue. Ah, okay. Uh, and and probably uh, Green Arrow. Green Arrow. Oh yeah. Wait, yeah, which so Green Arrow? Some Oliver Queen representation. Some, some Oliver, Oliver Queen. Okay. Yeah. That's what I would go. So. But yeah, mostly just I love Azrael Batman's outfit. I think it's super <laughs> super cool. Actually, I would I would do Hal Jordan, but White Lantern Hal Jordan. Ooh. Ooh. I want to see that outfit. Just to do a little spice. Uh, and I absolutely love Blackest Night and Brightest I, I went Day. first. Such, comic so series. Good. So, so good. Yeah. Um, so I was the, okay, I was the anime guy. Yeah, so. Wait, wait, because wait, Matt, Matt's going to have to dip out as well with Asus. Well, so basically, we, Matt, we, we wanna... had an anime tangent and a DC tangent. Yeah, yeah. It's like chat. two of my favorite things, so I don't even yeah. care. Uh, oh, you went first. Yeah. Okay. I, it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been. A, we went on a DC tangent and I got <laughs> yeah, lost. I'm there. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so okay, so we Asa and Matt have gone. <laughs> um, Cameron, what about you? Uh, yeah, uh, I would, uh, what I'm expecting, again, like, Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two is definitely what I'm most excited for, and also, um, this is, a, uh, here's the thing, I don't know if this is actually gonna end up being the next-gen release, but I think that we should talk about it, because I feel like a lot of people don't know about it, and it is literally my most anticipated game, like, that I know that is, like, coming soon, uh, and that's Lost Soul Aside. Um, so Lost Soul Aside is an action RPG that was, an, it was announced like three or four years ago and oh, it yeah. was in this dude, 
one dude made like a a, a big amount of the game already, and he and that released... looked like uh, versus thirteen, like that's it. It, it, it very much, right? it, yeah, it very much had like fifteen uh, versus thirteen vibes for sure. It definitely was inspired by that, and it, it uh, and we haven't heard anything about that game in like two years. And it's a, it was supposed to be a PS4 uh, timed exclusive, but like we again we haven't heard anything in two years uh, outside of like uh, Yang Bing who was who's the creator again like he released this trailer that was like ten minutes long I'm probably over exaggerating a little bit, but like and it looked gorgeous the gameplay looked great mm -hmm. like I was completely sold on it from 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 go, and um, and uh, Yang Bing said this year that like. Their goal was to get the game out by the end of this year, but then COVID happened, so that definitely is going to happen. And he, even then, he was like, "It's a goal. I don't think I don't know if we're going to get there, but it's the goal." So, you know, who knows that at this point it might release on PS5 as uh, along with PS4. Uh, and uh, again, like I think that that is a uh, that that game's going to be really, really good. Really, it looks really, really interesting. I, I can't wait. The combat looks great. Um, so I just wanted to throw that out there again. Like you can just search Lossal Aside trailer like on uh, on YouTube, and it's uh, like a four or five minute trailer. It's and it's it's absolutely fantastic. Like I I go back to watch it every like once in a while just to get mm -hmm. that like hype refueled. Um, I'm incredibly excited for that game. Um, but with, with the more long shot or possible RPGs that like uh, that I'm hoping comes out, which and I think that there's evidence that it's a possibility is a Persona 3 remake. Uh, with them releasing uh, Persona 3 dancing and 5 uh, dancing, like, they have the mo they have the models now, like, for the main cast of characters. Um, I, I think that, that I think that Persona 3 uh, has just kind of been the... I won't say ugly stepsister, but just kind of been overshadowed by Persona 4 Golden and Persona 5 because they actually got, like, recent releases uh, throughout the years. Um, and I've heard from some people that like Persona 3 is like, like a lot of, I've heard from more than one person that like Persona 3 is like better than the other two, like, like to them, like narratively and like with the characters and like, awesome. Like, I really want to play this and granted I have a Vita, like, you know, I can't, I can play it on my Vita, but I feel like that it's been like old enough that it warrants a remake in, in, in like that Persona 5 type style engine and like instead of with the reds it's like with the blues like it is in in dancing and i think it would be and like you know a lot of the uh, as far as i'm aware like the main cast like are still like relative voice actors like the main character was voiced by yuri uh, lowenthal you know and uh, liam o'brien was a part of the cast in in three and you know so they're definitely like there's so much there that like it could be really really great and like while i you know can't wait for the remake inevitable persona two, 6 i would persona personally prefer FES a persona 3 remake persona four golden on all i would take a three golden or just make silver whole, whatever like like how Spring you can have the entire i don't want to see a three remake until right they do now. remake one and make two. it make it so that the entire persona <laughs> franchise no. can be played on one console just mm-hmm I yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that entirely. It's just I wish that there was. Uh, I, I I don't know. I just think that uh, Persona 4 Golden has gotten like those re-releases in the HD, and I think that the like part of the game's charm is like kind of the 
graphics and like models that that game has um but like again with persona 3 i just i just feel like it just gets overshadowed and i, and I think that it it deserves a remake granted like if it goes to if the original game goes to other platforms like steam or whatever maybe like persona 4 golden that's great like that's 100 percent great i just have i just have like this paranoia that I'm eventually gonna get to Persona 3, and then when I finish well, it, you, they're going to announce the remake, and I'm gonna be to like, so I just spent it. like a hundred hours playing this game, <laughs> and now yeah. you're, re you're remaking Take it. So um, that's kind of like yeah, my uh, mentality with it. Uh, but yeah, I, I would be really happy if, if that happened. Nope, don't. Take, <laughs> Take an L for the team, dude. Nope. I gotta play, I gotta, actually finished Persona 4 Golden first because I did play it originally on the Vita and what happened was because uh, again I, I ended up trying to uh, I ended up selling my Vita reluctantly so I could get my Xbox One X because I was in college I was poor and I was like this is the only way I'm going to get my Xbox One X uh, but I eventually got a new a new Vita I got the Persona 4 dancing one from Japan nice. Uh, nice. Which, so like I have a Vita again, and but like you know I didn't get to finish it the first time but now that it, you know when it got to Steam I was like I'm buying it on Steam, and so I'm going to play it through that way. Uh, so I definitely have access to playing these games, like all the other Persona games. I just, I think there, there is warrant for a Persona 3 remake. Was that your likelihood or your far shot? Or your, like, that's my far shot. That's my, okay. that's my far shot. Okay, what, yeah. what's your one that oh. you think, like, has a good chance? Oh, uh, has a good chance? Okay, decent chance. It's more of a maybe than a no way. I mean, I, I guess I, I mean, I guess I could talk about like what I, th what my theories are with like the next mainline Kingdom Hearts game, uh, or like ma that is a count. We know Hearts it's game. coming. You gotta do something. But we don't know don't what it's know. about. Yeah. No. Oh, well, no. we. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Well, we don't know that's coming. Okay. I think. God, that's Kingdom hard. Hearts speculation could be its own mini series. So yeah, this is okay. <laughs> okay. 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 And um, it will be. Matt. You guys have something to say? Yeah, I don't know. Man. Uh, the, see, the only thing that I can think of is it, it's not regarding the PlayStation or Xbox that, like, I could see, like, I could see happening and I would want to happen. But, uh, again, it's not, it's not, it's a, it's Switch related, so. Um, hmm. Well, if that's all you got, then go ahead, why not? What do you think would come out on the Switch Pro? <laughs> I it wouldn't be a, a new game, but like I think that uh, oh no, what did he say? It, it's more of a want, and I think that it would happen to just I, I I don't know just something tells me it would happen is that I would really like Fire Emblem Awakening on Switch. Oh Ooh. yes, please. Uh, yes. That's damn you stole my possible I'll buy one. The game again. That's I'll buy it again. yeah, Fire Emblem right. Awakening is like in my top ten favorite games of all time. I think it has one of the best endings to a video game. I think it is the best Fire Emblem game. Um, yes, uh, I think that it, it, you know, even though it, uh, it, you know, it was a major success and it did like save the franchise in the uh, for the West. Like, I still think it's. I feel like a lot of people still haven't played it, and that is a fucking shame. Because like, it, it's I don't one know, of those like few games. three million people played it. It was leading up until. Three houses passed it with 3.2 million. No, like, Fate, with Fate sold numbers, more. Fate, Fate sold more, and yeah, with Switch numbers, and like it is a relatively niche title. But like, what I'm saying is that it's, uh, in my opinion, is the best 3DS game. 
bar, like period. I think it is the best 3DS game. I think it's the best game on that on that system. Um, but I just uh, again, like I just don't think enough a lot, like a whole lot of people played it. I don't think it really gets the recognition it deserves outside of like yeah, like this was the like it the franchise's last chance in the West, and because it did sell relatively well for the type of game that it is, you know, it, it still didn't sell super like it still didn't i don't i still don't think it reached as far as it could have or should have um and i think a part of that was because it released hey scott so early in this recording i'm gonna throw in uh, my stuff just like, in you case know, you uh, were gonna put that at the end that like yeah people so could buy it like but like just because it wasn't a game that was, all, like, that was coming out like that. it just didn't really get Hopefully the it's not weird also thank you again uh, for having me that it should have um, and again, I yeah, think, I you think can uh, level, you can find um, me at a Green River really Seven on Twitter. Um, but on it would really be awesome if you could cool. search Borderline Entertainment um, Mario, and follow uh, Borderline Entertainment on all social media platforms. Um, Twitch.tv exactly slash Borderline Entertainment. YouTube. I don't have the the slug title at the end, but if you just search it, we got. Um, it reactions, reviews, podcast entries, things like that, and story, talking about podcasts. Um, um, we've got a handful which of most likely there. Will, so, uh, specifically, game chat is, is However, the big one that I wouldn't mind a uh, continuation yeah, you. of said uh, three houses and sort of see where that story would go post the end of that game. Um, now, again, I'm grant, granted, I've uh, never officially finished it. I'm at the last boss. It's a well known <laughs> fact that I can't beat it for some reason because I didn't prepare it properly. And I decided to trade it in. But one day, I will go back and I will try and beat that goddamn dragon. Um, but I would like to see what that story could evolve into after the, the war. Uh, to see what, what it would continue with that series. Also, again, maybe a new one. Just a brand new one. I'm, I'm actually now fully into uh, the Fire Emblem series going forward. Three Houses really brought me in. And I'm excited to see what they could potentially do for the Switch. Or for, if Actually, for the Switch Pro. I would love to see if they're able to push even a little further in those wells, you know? So that definitely, to me, would be where I would go for possible um, things. Because mm -hmm. anything's possible with, with the Nintendo. Um, my long shot, and I wrote it in the doc, and I was immediately ridiculed for it. No, I'm kidding. Um... I love growing up playing the Final Fantasy Tactic games, and I grew up with that with that old chonky uh, Game Boy Advance, and I remember spending time with those people with the, with those characters in that game, and your friend that is now royalty, and he doesn't, you know, it, it, it just I want either the sequel to that, or, or a full remaster, or a brand new game with that same style. I, I just honestly would like for the Taxis games to come back in yeah. great form. I feel like it fits probably best for a mobile game, and that hurts my heart. Uh, I think but they I would rather did a Tactics mobile. Did they? Did they end up doing Tactics? I thought they brought. I know they ported the the Vita, not the Vita, the um the PSP game, if I'm not mistaken, or the PlayStation game. Uh, no, there something. was one that was, was a brand new one. It was a well, DS. Excuse right? me, it was, it was War of the Visions. It was a oh, Final Fantasy Tactics spin-off game, grid-based combat and everything, uh, launched earlier this year called War of the Visions. Whoa. It's on okay, I got to love it. Uh, well, again, hurts my heart. I want it on console. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, I mean, I, I mean that just sounds like a great Game Pass game that I can then play on my phone. It doesn't yeah. matter. But, tactics needs But that's combat. my... Great games. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. 100%. What about you, Alex? 
Um, one that, that to like throw out there that is happening that that people should maybe have on their radar that like to be fair has been lost <laughs> to like you know no one's talking about it. Uh, Project Re Fantasy, which is the Studio yes. Zero game. Yes. Um, Studio Zero being made entirely of like P Studios team members. Like this is like they're putting a name to the studio that essentially made Catherine mm-hmm. right. Like, um, like this team of like, hey, but between we're making big successful Persona games, let's just make something weird. Um, and Project Re Fantasy definitely seems maybe more in the action realm, and maybe uh, you yeah, know, we really just don't know that much about it right now. Um. So th- that's like you know what Persona Studios is working on next is always like I'm thinking about it constantly, mm-hmm. um, but also like I, I I really think you know there there's one Yokotaro game being made <laughs> um, right now and I I really think that dude is gonna make something that isn't just near. Um, especially because like he made a game that was very successful and and now I think I think. Square Enix is going to kind of realize, like, oh, this guy, we should let him make more stuff. So I, I think maybe not a long shot, but but something that I'm really excited to see is the next Yoko Taro game uh, that isn't Nier, because uh, I wasn't as into Nier Automata as everyone else. Um, and and so I, I'd be really excited to see something that doesn't have as much baggage, maybe, um, and and just but but still has his flavor of weird, right? Like a, a jumping in point for for a lot of folks, myself included. Mm-hmm. Cool. Good picks. Good picks. Uh, for me, I think my I could see happening, especially with Microsoft recently buying uh, Obsidian. Alpha Protocol Two. Oh yeah, I never <laughs> I played that Alpha- game. It's and I heard like, it's bad. Uh, it was really cool. Like, it was a really fun spy RPG. Like, you could make the spy you want, whether it's like a Jason Bourne kind or like a James Bond kind. It was rough around the edges just because of kind of like bugs and optimization stuff, but I still love it. I know it still has quite a, a niche following, but. And even Obsidian has said, like, they would love to do a sequel or a second one and really invest the time and money into it so i would love alpha protocol 2 um and my long shots my dream games and i kind of have two one legend of dragoon 2 bring bring back the dragoon baby uh and second a new brave fencer musashi game new brave fencer musashi action rpg i haven't heard of that series or game brave fencer Mm-mm. I feel like I've only heard of it through you, Scott. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, it's an it's a Square Enix action RPG. It actually All came right. bundled with final the Final Fantasy VIII demo uh, back in the day. Uh, but you oh, okay. play as a little well. The first one you play a blue haired samurai that dual wields a bunch of weapons and can, in essence, absorb the abilities and techniques from the enemies you fight and then use them back. Uh, on the enemies and then there's a sequel Samurai Legend Musashi which kind of is like a sequel slash spiritual successor kind of thing that was on PS2 um, and they're are fun the, action RPGs they're kind of old school but are, I are the, I love that are, are these games on uh, on Vita? No Damn. Uh, no nope. Damn. never got a digital re-release 
the Damn. original one never got a re-release, so you can only play it either via emulation or the original disc. Um, and same with uh, Samurai Legend, the PS2 one. But those would be my my long shots. Damn. Especially Good Dragoon. Picks. Like, I don't yeah. know why Sony hasn't done another Legend of Dragoon game. Considering, like, every time a new generation comes, you'll always have the Legend of Dragoon fans coming out be like, we're going to get a new one? We're going to get a new one? Huh? So, those are the ones that I would love to see. Um, real quick, because this episode is going long, we'll just kind of do around the web like we normally do. Um, user Will Fay from Reddit says, what I'd love to see is a Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 3. I love the first two, but I could never find myself interested in the MMO. But I'd love an RPG set in the Star Wars uh, universe with character customization and gender choice. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if uh, we get any sort of a Knights of the Old Republic 3 kind of thing with EA owning Bioware. But honestly, I don't want Bioware adding another game to their portfolio that they're working on. Um, yeah. So we will get a, a, a Star Wars RPG. It probably won't be Kotor three, but um, hopefully, yeah. hopefully it's good. I could see it yeah. going more towards a Dark Souls, like expanding the RPG elements and like gear system from Jedi Fallen Order, and make it more RPG equipment heavy and stuff. I could see that happening. Maybe, yeah. Um, and user Lavitz lives from Reddit. Zero percent chance of happening, but I'll go ahead and say it. A Legend of Dragoon prequel set during the Dragon campaign with a current gen update to the edition system. Another, see, another, another uh, Dragoon <laughs> fan. See, there's another, more of us. Another there's dream. More. <laughs> there's more another lost us. dream. Yeah. Uh, Big dreams. Yeah. User Brainweez from Reddit says, I'd like to see a big budget JRPG of an epic scale. I'm talking about big length, 30 to 50 hours ideally, adventures that take you across a bunch of locations. Ever since we went into the HD era developing games, developing games has become significantly more costly and time consuming, hence you don't really see many games of the same scale of older titles. Creating a large array of different and unique assets for a game just isn't feasible as, as feasible anymore, which is why you see a lot of modern JRPGs cut down on content, split games into episodes, feature hub worlds and whatnot. Those aren't necessarily bad decisions, but you can sometimes really tell that developers had to make a lot of compromises in order to deliver a long JRPG. I'm always pleasantly surprised when a modern game gives me a lot to explore. I'd love to play a modern high-budget JRPG with a large, explorable world, great story and characters, memorable music, and a fun strategic battle system. A product that doesn't feel like it was compromised much, and which reflects the developer's intended vision. I think perfectly they're, described yeah. Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two. Yeah, like, I can't believe this is perfectly nailed it. I think yep. they're. I think we're getting there, especially as like systems, uh, like Unreal Engine and stuff, become cheaper to use and more widespread and for anybody to use. Um, I think it's getting easier. But um, yeah, it's yeah, it's wild to think how many red flags Final Fantasy 7 remake had like go like through development as news came out and then it still turned out to be like in my opinion a master a masterpiece like uh shout out shout out to that 
it's very yeah. good. I can see areas that I would love for them to kind of refine and tweak for the subsequent games, but yeah, I will agree, I agree. Final Fantasy VII Remake is, like, far better than it has any right to be. Uh, yeah. That, you can like, tell they gave a shit. Yeah. Like, that's, I think, just, like, somebody... Every step of the way was like, do we need more time? Do we need more time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But very, very good. Um, and uh, and there's also rumors that it, they that it's getting a next gen patch and everything like that, and, and with like uh, with uh, DLC and so, like DLC stuff that focus on like uh, all the other party members. I don't know, like, uh, hmm. it, it yeah, it's something that like hasn't really taken. Um, you know, I don't think it's gotten to like mainline industry news because cause there's not all like it's more like a leak or like not, not a whole lot backing that. But like we know that it's we know that it's a timed exclusive. So it's likely to come to Xbox and maybe PC uh, sometime next year. And, it you know, and it would make sense that they that they would be like, oh, next gen consoles are coming out, too. Let's get a new patch going. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the rendering won't be as uh, bad like it was, you know, which one of, one of the m- more noticeable issues, um, even on the PS4 Pro, uh, you know. So uh, I, I really hope that ends up being true, uh, regardless, like, if it does come to another platform, or, like, if it does come to Xbox, I'm going to get on Xbox and replay through it there as well. Cool. Good stuff. Uh, this one is very much in Mario's camp. Uh, user Burt Wonderstone from Reddit says, does anyone remember the old Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance games? I'd love a third one of those, please. Yeah, those were yes, fun. Those were yeah, fun. I remember remember seeing them in the back of a game store um, that I used to grow up going to. My friend Brian, who owned the store, was playing them on his Xbox while in between like people coming in. And I just remember just like, wow, this looks like a lot of fun. And then, yeah, getting a chance to play those as well. Uh, can't imagine to have another one of those, to be honest. I would love it, but I don't I'm know more of a, a Champions of Norath kind of guy myself, but uh, big fan. Yeah, Champions of Norath was really good too. So good. Very good. Uh, next up, we have user KN06 from Reddit. My dream would be for Microsoft to pick up two human again. Maybe normalize the gameplay and camera mechanics so it's not such a learning curve, but keep in that universe. Yes! Two humans, a good game. I like it. Cyber <laughs> Norse gods. This will never happen. I but know, I but respect I anyone that is like down for it. <laughs> right there, like a, it. I a love judge your... was like, burn all copies of two humans, take them off the shelf. Yeah. It has a wow bad history, but damn it, it's kind of cool. I like the designs. It's sweet. Uh, and then we have user Todd Kodge from Reddit and uh, user Weepiest Rain from Reddit. Both of them want Star Wars games. First off, Todd Kodge says, Something Star Wars, whether an expanded KOTOR or Bounty Hunter game? Watching The Mandalorian, I feel like you could easily set an RPG-style game to it. And Weepiest Rain says, An open-world Star Wars game by CD Projekt Red. It won't ever happen because EA owns the rights, but it could be incredible. Yeah. That's definitely a dream game, for sure. Like a Witcher-style expand huge yeah. Star Wars game. That would That'd be, be pretty cool. sick. Yeah. That could be pretty But thank you to everyone who shared your dream games with us. Very much appreciated. And also, shout out to the Xbox Reddit subreddit for knocking it out of the park with responses. Sony, like the PlayStation 1 gave me like 
three or four. And my, uh, the Xbox one gave me like 40 responses. You nice. heard your first PlayStation it's, fanboys in the game. I was like, well, that, the ratio isn't what I was expecting, but go for it. And of course, my love to the JRPG subreddit community who always uh, knocks it out of the park with submitting their favorite memories for episodes. And they did the same with this one. So thank you very much. But an even bigger thank you to you guys for hanging out and coming coming on this discussion with me so thanks cam thanks mario thanks as always alex and matt and uh asa thanks guys yeah thank you so much it's been a pleasure been been a good time but yes we hope that you all have a wonderful wonderful uh new console launch if you are picking up the systems hopefully they arrive safely and if you order them or find one uh on an online store you can snag it or you can pick one up before the holidays because there's a lot of good ones and we'd love to hear what games you are picking up with your new system so be sure to tweet at irrational pod with the hashtag rpgu with what games you're picking up or would hope to see in the coming generation uh and until next time everybody stay safe stay healthy be kind to one another class dismissed